It's Thursday party time. Let's go. Let's get off the rails. Ah, <laughs> uh, what are we gonna talk about? Oh well, Prime Time ninety nine. Alex Stein is on the couch. On right the there ground all the time. I got a new show. Prime Time with Alex Stein. <laughs> okay, let me just stop yelling. But yes, this is my first time on your program since the Blaze has given me a show. And I know that if they're crazy enough to give you a show, they're crazy enough to give me a show. I just hope you guys are crazy enough to watch the show. They're crazy. They are. You're crazy. <laughs> I. uh and there's going to be people in the live chat who are sitting there going, how is he on your show right now if his show is also <laughs> on right That's now? That's because our sets are right it's next magic. to each other. What you guys don't know is we're running a little uh, hit piece on my set right now. And we can do this because, listen. Alex is a hologram. I am That's a hologram. I'm not yeah. even real. This is all a simulation, and that's why I'm everywhere all at one time. Sort of like the voice of his mother. Yes, exactly. If you've, <laughs> if you've watched the show, which, by mm. the way, see, here's what I do. I make this show, and then I sneak around in the live chat of my show to make sure you people are staying in line. And uh, it very Stalin-esque of me. <laughs> and then I'll, when I get done with this show, watching it on YouTube, I pop over to Alex's show, watch the last, you know, usually 20 minutes of it. And then I go back and watch from, because usually by the time you get to the last 20 minutes of your show, the shit is hitting the fan. <laughs> yeah, no, it's messed up by then. You yes. have the best live chat, though. Mm. Well, mine is sick because there's all these trolls and all these toxic people, which I kind of, uh, you know, expect it comes with the territory. But yeah, no, you mentioned the, the the digital reincarnation of my mother, and a lot of people are, you know, kicking back at that, but this is what they don't realize is because I'll break the fourth wall in the wrestling we call this kayfabe. What people don't realize <laughs> is that's not my actual mother that I'm speaking to. That is a digital reincarnation, and it's supposed to represent the satanic uh, direction in which the transhumanist movement is going. So it's more of a shining a light on the transhumanist movement than it is talking to my actual mother. Well, most of those people that are bitching about it are simps that are having virtual sex with an oculus on their face so yeah i wouldn't worry too much about what they have to say no i mean you know alex is alex is the newest and most debaucherous iteration of a blaze tv entertainment and i'm here for it 100 percent. hell yeah off to a good start wouldn't you say <laughs> well i guess so we haven't burned the place down yet and glenn said i'd only make it one episode gavin said one episode so listen i'm on i'm on freaking what is it there's the casino's money i'm on the house's money right now as they say the beauty of your show though and I want to get Sarah's take on this too. The beauty of your show is no shits are given. There's no filter. Um, <laughs> you have some really good guests. So to date, you've had Gavin McInnes, you've had Marjorie Taylor Greene, you've had um, uh, Andy No, you've had Michael Malice. Who am I leaving out? This and we got others. we got Congressman Troy Nels on today, and I was uh, talking about we're gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna. You know, you guys can watch it right now, but I'm just saying we're gonna ask them some inappropriate questions because that's what we need. Chad, all these it's freaking the milk toast interviews. They ask these people the normal stuff. I'm trying to ask Marjorie Taylor Greene about Catholic space lasers. I want to know about different, you know, religious space lasers. So yeah, the show's gonna be different. We're gonna ask different. Questions. And don't make that face. Look at Sarah making that face. I will laugh. Alex always asks me, you know, we see each other out, out here, and he says, you know, I've got so and so coming on. What should I ask them? And I said, well, let me think about it for me, because you are thinking off, you know, off the chain here. And you were out talking about Troy Nels, who got in trouble or got reported for smoking a cigar in yeah. his office at the at the cap in capital yeah in dc which yeah. apparently I've, I've got one here at the blaze they frown on it here as well but it's not <laughs> illegal apparently it is at the capital so we'll find out what he has to say about yeah, that yeah we will like he got in trouble he got a, you know i think like a violations or ethics report for smoking within his offices which i think they found some law where actually they are legally allowed to smoke so listen neither here nor there but i might ask him hey do you ever put a little bit of put a little uh, weed in there, a little yeah. mary jane in there what they, they call a blunt on the street <laughs> not that i would know what that means but he might <laughs> 
Dude, you uh, you are one of the most hyper people I know for somebody that's completely sober. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, first of all, I'm uh, heavily mentally CTE damaged. So when you have CTE like this, uh, you don't really need drugs. You're kind of always drunk. So that's probably part of it. <laughs> so, so, Sarah, your takeaway from what this is this thing is that Alex is doing, the pimp on the blimp. He's in the blimp. He is. And I don't know if he's seen any uh, Chinese spy balloons when he's at that al- altitude, but what's your takeaway I have on a the couple Alex takeaways. Stein show? Yeah, I have a couple takeaways. Number one. A lot of takeaways. Number one, <laughs> his set is super cool. And now the set builders are going to be held to a higher standard when they build my set, which yeah. is next, mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, I see what you guys can do. Number two, I will never be in the doghouse at Blaze TV for anything no. that I do because I always know that no. this guy is going to be doing crazier things than me. That's so true. that's it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Light that up. No, let's I mean, party. We're having fun. This is like, thing. This is like, like Bill Clinton right now. I feel like we're in the Oval Office right now. And it's just. Wow. Every time I think of a cigar, I can't not think of Bill Clinton. He ruined it. As he young, really did it. At a young kid, he, he was so impressionable. They gave, they propagandized my mind to associate cigars with. You know, Bill, Clinton. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. In a blue dress. Yeah, so. But I mean, really, look, like the thing that Chad just lit a cigar in the middle of the studio. And no one's going to care. No, because Alex Stein is doing such crazy things like the the heat is off of us. And I appreciate that so much about you, Alex. That is true. And I had to say this for the people watching the blaze is I mean, I cannot tell you how much they want to harbor free speech here. I mean, they literally not only are they giving me this platform, they're, you know, giving me the ability to basically do whatever I want. There's there's no rules here at the Blaze. Isn't I love it? There's no yeah. rules. It's just like Outback Steakhouse. No rules, just right. <laughs> <laughs> now you had earlier this week. You had uh, Michael Malice on the show, mm-hmm. and you you had the balls to actually bring up his little uh, tip. Yeah, I know. His we little tip with now we Jason we're, now, we're always talking about the Blaze drama. You know, my show has to be a little drama. But honestly, oh, you know, gosh. I'm a stand. Okay, so Sarah and I let's just break the let's just break the fourth wall. So Sarah and I were talking. Sarah's Michael Malice's bestie, and I like <laughs> Michael, but I'm Jason Willow. <laughs> bestie so i'm trying to like mend the fences between those two and, and michael malice didn't want to and i don't think jason wants to so i don't so know So you can't mend fences when they don't want the fences mended i know but this is my thing and i was telling chad this is like i go on these debates where i debate like these loony leftists that say oh i want you to die like, like, like they literally say oh you sexually rushed aoc you deserve to go to jail i mean they say the worst things in the world to me and and i'm like okay you know whatever this is just all tv we're joking around i just don't know why they, they had a tv fight isn't that doesn't that you know Listen, supersede all the realness of it if you're doing it on TV? Like it's not that hard. No, of a, it's no hard feelings. No, the TV no. fights are real all the time. Yes. Just ask Don Lamont <laughs> yes, and uh, Caitlin Collins because Don Lamont is screaming at her and running off set because he's pissed off that she's interrupting him. No, they are. This is these are, and I can think of a couple other ones that were real that have been at Blaze TV, but I'm not going to go into you that. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! Talk about breaking down the fourth wall. Let's yeah. go. Well. I'm I'm here for a I'm high on Mucinex DM. Let's <laughs> Let go. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know, some people were saying, I noticed in the chat that they think they thought your voice was sexy like this. Did really? you notice that? No, I swear. Did you not notice that? No. I there was like two or three. I was like, oh, wow. They like that. Chad was like, yeah, it sounds nice for about a minute and then it gets old. Yeah, I don't like the cigarette. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's like, it ah, sounds like ah, I smoke too much. Yeah. Yeah. But, Sorry. Well, I I said I sound like a man, and Chad said that's because you are, because of course the conspiracy. <laughs> that's theories. another conspiracy. Have too. you seen this? 
Are you kidding? He saw Chad, it. Yeah. I'm an expert. It's called the trans investigation. And there's a whole genre of YouTube. And they say no everybody's idea. trans. So they'll take somebody that, you know, might be like pink. I'm not saying pink is trans, right? But pink is the famous Pink singer. has more of a chance at being a, a biological man than me. Because pink is like masculine, kind of right. has like the hip bones, right. they say, right. and kind of a, you know, whatever neck that they, they literally get. I've been like, on the beach with pink. And she's not a man. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Sarah's a man, but this is what they say. They say this, Chad. There's a conspiracy that all famous female celebrities were actually a boy because that's part of like the, the know, ritual. Yeah, that's like part of their satanic, you know, agendas. They want you basically like jerking it or like idolizing like some so hot weird. girl that you think is a girl, but really it's a lady boy. Lady boy. Well, well, I, I've, said, I've, I've on the, been on the beach with Alicia Pink, and uh, she's not a boy. I assure you. Her her I, bathing suit was that. I've sat by by the pool was and had that a conversation scandalous. right before she left Mexico to go to Good Morning America. Mm. Well, Chad's cool enough wow. to get to hang out with Pink. So all I know is this: Alicia, did you hear that? Alicia, I know. <laughs> He's like, Chad oh, knows. Alicia, you guys know her as Pink. I know her. Y'all, y'all underestimate me. I've done some cool shit. No, you have. No, I would never <laughs> underestimate Chad. And every freaking weekend, Chad sells out a different <laughs> venue. No, Chad, I think uh, I think we respect you a lot. I think you're on the road too much. Really, I think you, I think you I probably need to that. cool down a little. If I was being honest, mm. um, but I get the grind. It's like once you get going, you kind of can't stop. I uh. I watched the Super Bowl with Cool and the gang <laughs> So he texted me. He's like, I'm sitting on the couch with Cool and the gang watching the game. I'm like, what the, like, what? And did you see his pizza? He had that Giordana's pizza or uh, whatever. That's my, that's when I'm in Vegas, that pizza's getting eaten. Yeah. It's the Chicago deep style yeah. pizza. It looks like a pie. You know? I, that's I, my I, favorite. That, that that's pizza. My, that literally is my favorite pizza ever. Oh, it's, it's not even pizza. It's, it's, it's just deliciousness. Yeah. It really it's is incredible. good. That, I that think that they're like the that. ones that you can get it shipped to you they'll ship it to you yeah, yeah. they'll like deep freeze it and ship it to you mm. well there's a couple places there's like dry ice. now you guys were talking about pizza there's a place like Lou Minolti's in yeah. Chicago that you know that's yeah, what but Giordano's known. is the best Giordano's that's what they say oh, I'm saying it's delicious but that style of pizza you know you can't even eat it with your hands you have to use like a fork and knife basically God, no, it's, so good. it's so good I, yeah. you have to, yeah, it's so good I'm horny <laughs> too actually <Really? laughs> the cheese yeah that's the case is it the, is it the cigar or no no just putting a cylindrical object in my mouth usually assuages, you know, kind of puts that at bay. That tiger yeah. puts that tiger back in the tank. It's called an oral fixation. So, uh, how was your uh, Valentine's Day? Are you you public with anything? Yeah, I got this girl Paige. You know, we really kind of it was low key. Honestly, we. Uh, we ordered in some Chinese food, and then of course we got a little what do we call McDonald's kicker because I go there and I get the milkshake, and then Tamara, the manager, she always puts a little extra whipped cream on top. She sees my car and she knows she knows when I'm there. So, and then sometimes I'll lick the whipped cream off her hand, and we don't tell Paige because you know Paige would not like that I'm licking the manager's hand when she's handing me our little you know late night snack. Do you like that he said this girl Paige? Yeah, That's there's how this you, girl page. You said this girl page. Well, it's hard. Let's okay. You gotta let's, keep let's, them in a category. No, let's for break a down the wall. No, let's break down the wall. Let's 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 because this whole episode we're just being open. This is what's weird. There's a huge age difference. She's 24. I'm 36. 12 years. I'm robbing the cradle. It's very difficult, but she loves me so much. I've never been loved oh, so God, much, and the love is so pure, Sarah. She's it's how like, old? 24. 24. It's I'm not even kidding, and this sounds bad. It's almost like when you get a puppy, right? The puppy, everything the puppy does is cute, even she, when the she, puppy puppy's willing to lick everything. This is saying the puppy's willing to lick everything. I'm just saying, it is it is so cute. I'm at the stage right now 
where everything is cute, everything is good. She's cute. She's great. She eats yeah. like a horse, though. She eats like a horse. I'm worried. Everybody. No, no. I don't know if we're going to be dating when she's 30. The way she eats. You can't afford I, it? Paige, I'm going to clip this. If you see this, no, I can afford it, but she eats, she'll eat a 20-piece McNugget, oh. and that's... Yeah, that's not when a she good turns sign. about 30, 35, that's going to stick to her hips. Yeah, she eats like Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, Dylan Mulvaney... <laughs> doesn't... Dylan yeah, I don't Mulvaney's think Dylan anorexic. eats. Yeah, Dylan oh, has those weird, yeah. those weird... Those weird... Did you see the new facial uh, oh, feminization Oh, we talked about surgery? it on yes, yeah. yesterday's show. The... Uh, uh, yeah, just remember, everybody loves a puppy. Not everybody loves a dog. So we'll see how Paige turns out. <laughs> yeah, I right? listen. I love Paige. She's great. But I'm, I, I've never... You love her. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I love what she brings to the table. Yeah, I love her essence. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was a that got objectified real quick. I love that everything about... That's step. the thing I love about Alex. It's it love. Real. I love you, Sarah. I love Chad. I love the show. I mean, I... I love life. I, I don't love Hitler. I don't like him. He's a, he's not that great. But isn't it funny uh, that as a, as a person on on what is assumed to be conservative media that you start talking about loving things, you got to immediately tell people. But I hate Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah Hitler. Yeah, we definitely. There's that one cachet. We, yeah, we always that. have to qualify the people we don't like. Screw Mal. Stalin, yeah. <laughs> Hitler. I think they're coming for me with a fire extinguisher at this point. I heard the doors back there. No, I, but the impending, you know, we are fighting cultural Marxism right now. As a matter of fact, we got in a fight, me, me and uh, Michael Malice last night on Sarah's show, we were talking, and the chat was like 50-50 on his side. I think tense. America's the greatest country. I love America, but I, he was just like, oh, America's, I think we're arguing about like who's the most dominant country. No, he said, I think America is still the greatest country. And well, you and said, I just said, you know, China's a is superpower. It? Yeah, I don't know. I think they're competing against us and they're beating us in a lot of industries and that, that if you just look at their so i'm just talking about the social indoctrination of their society america's leading the charge when it comes to globalism when it comes to the new world order like all the tinfoil hat stuff that i like to think about and i think china and i'm not trying to stand for putin putin's an evil person he kills people but i think that russia and china as bad as they are i don't think they necessarily want the one world order as much as america wants it well i think that it just depends on because the question is if you're talking about who is the greatest nation, I think the, qu the question becomes, what is your definition of great? Like, what what makes a country great? Because you were judging it by military strength, well, but right? This, but I don't think that that's where Michael was coming from. But yeah, I guess true. But but also socially now, we live in a country where an American flag is a hate symbol. Like, people in America hate their own country. So, like, that's what I also think is weird is that we have a population of people that hate our own country. Like, I think that makes us weak. Yeah, too. I mean, I would, I would say, like, I think probably a country who is the greatest country probably wouldn't have like forced slave you know labor camps all around uh you know well, forcing i'm not pro-slavery but this country was built on slavery so we're similar i'm saying we had right, slaves too. But we i'm just saying america that. had slaves too i know but i'm just saying america's not innocent that we've had slaves too we're not that we have our little blood on our hands as well we're not perfect mm. More than a little, my friend. That's what I'm saying. Listen, America's uh, America's great, but I'm, uh, there's a lot of people. The deep state. Do you like the deep state? No. Exactly. Well, okay, that's my mm. problem. I think there's a deep state. You gonna stick again. around for another segment? Yeah, I'm hang out. I got nothing All else right, to do. Let me, let me sell some stuff. <laughs> All right. This this new year, you got goals. Factor is here to help you achieve each and every one of them. Fuel up fast with ready to eat, nutritious meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to do list. So you can achieve and maintain all of your goals this year with Factor. Get America's number one ready to eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year yet. Head over to factormeals.com slash chad50 and use code chad50. Get 50% off your first box. That's code chad50 at factormeals.com slash chad50 and get 50% off your first box. We'll be right back.
playing conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Well, oh, we're talking thumb. about the Ohio uh, freaking explosion, and, and there, there's a guy's boiling a pot of water, and it looks like some sort of residue is just building. almost looks like it was cooking crack or something. Hey, listen, on a serious note, I keep you telling everybody, crack. get your bottled water saved up, because that stuff's coming downstream from Ohio. If you're in Kentucky, Indiana, if you're in, in, in Tennessee, North Alabama, North Mississippi, I mean, I don't know if you know that, but that, those rivers do lead to the Mississippi mm -hmm. River. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you... Why do you think they lit it on fire instead of using like a, you know like sand or something? Why do you think they lit it on fire to make it worse? Man, I wish I was smart enough to have an answer for you on that. <laughs> other than the fact that maybe they do want to kill us. Um, yeah, you I mean, know. I but mean, this is a bad deal, and you got animals dropping dead, and um, as some people said, they just basically nuked a city. Mm -hmm. It's some real deal. What do you think on that? I mean, they said it's we, worse than Chernobyl. You're I mean, the conspiracy guy. What do you think? Well, this is what for me. Then you see that Netflix came out with a new show. I forget what it's called, like Train Derailment, and yeah. it's about a train being derailed. And as a matter of fact, some of the people that live in East Palestine, Ohio, were extras in the. They filmed it literally there. there. And yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, weird. what are the odds? And and for me, you know, maybe I'm a coincidence theorist. I'm not saying Netflix necessarily went and put a penny on the track and made the train fall over, but. Just something is very fishy about this. I bet everybody watches that film now. Yeah, I know. I bet a lot of people are at least talking oh about God. it. Oh, my God. Netflix was behind it. Why not? See, why not? We can formulate hey, that. Hey, but listen, Sarah's... Who owns Netflix? Yeah, the Obamas. Exactly right. Sarah's <laughs> laughing. Sarah's laughing. I'm not laughing. These people are in bed with the Obamas. <laughs> Netflix, they're, you know, I'm Cuties. Not... Do you remember your favorite show, the, Cuties? The, the, Do you remember how much you were watching yeah. Cuties? No. Sarah watched Cuties every episode, and <laughs> no, she defended it. She said, oh, well, I like when the ch children dance. I think it's cute. I dance as a child. Never said and that. then you made me watch it. And you know what? I puked, and that was disgusting. <laughs> me too. Yeah, so... Is that... Are we done? Well, Netflix is an evil corporation. So no, I legitimately said that. Well, the executive producers are the Obamas. You, yeah. No, you, you said that, and I went, oh, wait. Netflix could have done it. Because okay, it's all look, about the money. You just follow the money. This is why, this is why That's what the answer people is. like us, especially Alex, are so profoundly <laughs> popular. Yeah. <laughs> because we come up with these things, and people go, aha, that maybe could have happened. Yeah, well, it's like a lawyer, um, and this is what they say in a civil case. Sort of like a well, well, but listen, this is real quick. In a civil case, in a criminal case, the level of guilt is different. Like in a criminal case, if you have one iota of doubt that the person mm -hmm. is innocent, you cannot charge him as guilty. But in a criminal, I mean, in a civil case, you can just think, oh, I think they're more guilty than not. Right? It's just more of like a level of guilt. So I'm saying preponderance of the evidence. Preponderance of the evidence. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say is, we're just trying to give you that one little thing that kind of gets our client off. It's you know, something one to thing think about. about. It is. Yeah, something that one thing you're like, what is that? Is that the it's case? It's something to research. Well, yeah. I mean, especially because it, you posed the question, which is, it's just like a total dumb moment. Why did they do that? Yeah, well, I mean, I, Why, you, if they knew that that the chemicals were there, they would have, they should have known what the ramifications would be. So why would they do that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think burning it on, uh, catching it on fire. I think for me that was the biggest alarming thing because they do say that there's methods where they just, you know, dampen it and by right. adding some sort of chemical on top of it. And I, I don't know, maybe adding more chemicals to it is worse. Or somebody, but these are the same people that said the air after 9/11 was totally fine. Just go in. You know, the EPA said that that air was fine, and then you know, 20 years later, every fireman's dead that was on the scene. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing too. You have to factor in that FEMA is not there. At least as of the time of this taping, I don't know. Maybe they're they'll not really maybe they'll no because wow. the residents there there were like four thousand residents who were signing a petition saying, "Hey, can we get some help? Can we get some assistance?" FEMA is nowhere to be found. We're shipping billions of of dollars to Ukraine still to help those people, <laughs> yeah. and FEMA cannot even be bothered to come to this site that, as you mentioned, 
could be potentially worse than Chernobyl. I feel like FEMA, and our own government is not there. I feel like Lori Lightfoot calls FEMA to come to Chicago on a bad sure. shooting weekend. Right, uh, right, what? right. Yeah. So this is what we're we're the date of this show is February sixteenth. <clears throat> it happened on February third. Right. I mean, this this and again, the media is largely silent. I know. That's why I'm saying, like, it really makes you wonder because, again, they should. You would think that they would have known the ramifications, but they did it anyway. And then after they did it, and we see all of this play out, and we see all the dead wildlife, and we hear these accounts, and we we go back to the video that Alex was playing me right before we came to air. All the they're boiling water, all this weird residue. And yet the government is still not there. They're so quick to get up in everyone's business. Any other time, why aren't they there? Well, I got to say this point. This is redundant. But when I shared a video of not the boiling, <laughs> but, you know, basically it was a, a video that went viral that a lot of people shared. There was a guy in Ohio who was like, I had no idea about this until I saw your tweet. I mean, there's people in the state that had no, literally, that's yeah. what he texted me. He's like, I had no idea until I saw your tweet about there, this. There's literally blue-haired TikTokers that are getting red-pilled over this thing because they're yeah. going... WTF, the government has left mm -hmm. us out here hanging. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, this, I just want everybody to take a look at me, first of all. <laughs> and just tell you, this is the show the Blaze has always wanted to have right <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, laid back. Talking yeah. <laughs> about this stuff. This is what I've been trying to do for five years here. Yep. I mean, this is what we're going to start doing. This is what I want to do. This is what we're going to do. They're going to put me in some kind of bubble with some vacuum in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chad, we're going to be laid back. We need to be unapologetically ourselves. And you do that better than anybody that I personally know. I really mean that. Like, you, because you, you don't catch any heat. That's one thing I noticed, Chad. How do you stay out of the crosshairs? I'm a team player, kid. Is that yep. why? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I feel like I never hear, like, oh, Chad's beefing with him. You don't have any beef. You're a no. freaking, you're a vegetarian. You I've, had some, uh, I've had some uh, controversy. There's some people who come at me, you know, they want to accuse me of this or that, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I'm a Girl Scout. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Quite <yeah>. honestly. <laughs> I uh, I just, look, I, I, I live my life. I live it very out loud. People know what they're getting when they come to me. But at the end of the day, I'm serious. I'm a team player. I'm here for everybody. If you're on this team, mm -hmm. I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest supporter. I don't, I don't carry out Whitlock slash Malice type beef with other hosts. I don't do stuff like that. But once you're off the boat... You gone, bitch. <laughs> right. And, Tommy? and I would just like <laughs> just to say, <laughs> why are you a team player? Because Blaze is a tremendous organization and yes. they treat us very well. Yes. They treat all of their employees, all they of their do. hosts yes, they really very, do. very well. And we have, you I, know. I read the stuff on Twitter and I laugh. Mm -hmm. I'm, oh, like, I'm like, are you kidding me, me right no, now? No, no, Chad, I have to, you have, I'm saying it makes me so mad when people complain about the Blaze and I just want to be like, you have no idea because I'm the most insane person in the world and they support me. So it's like, the blaze I'm doesn't. not sure that that's like the <laughs> argument that we want to be well, making. Well, exactly. You don't want to use that for you guys. But for me, it just shows you the blaze is not some annoying freaking whatever they try to monster by any means. It's the opposite of that, in my experience. And I've dealt with, listen, I worked for reality TV shows. I worked for all these like predatory type networks. Even the bigger the network, the more predatory they are, unless they care about you. Even here, they even care about you. They have some sort of they dignity, do. which mm -hmm. is not, that does not exist in any sort of content creation that I've ever existed until I got to the blaze. They do. They are always they're always there when I have to call you know Gaston or Tyler they're always there they always answer their phone they're always receptive like I just I'll give you an example sure I'll give you an example so I'm working out a deal with a music label in Nashville mm -hmm. now by the letter of the contract there were some things that their lawyers looked at and said well you know the blaze if you do this deal with us you put this content out the blaze might could have a beef with this mm -hmm. like they might could say no no Chad's not and I said, I promise you that ain't the relationship I got mm -hmm. with these mm -hmm. guys. And I understand contracts. Contracts are there and contracts are good. But uh, I, sh I called our network president. I said, here's the deal. 
and here's what's going on. Can these boys get a little reassurance from you? Right. He immediately sent me an email saying, listen, this is our deal with Chad. Here's what goes on. We want him to be free to be himself, yeah. basically. Yeah. And uh, we're not going to stand in the way of that happening. Because, again, a rising tide raises all ships. Right. Yeah. And they've been good in that way. There are people who have been miffed and pissed off. Anytime you do business with people, you're going to have stuff like that that happens. And you're going to read about it like tabloid news. It's mm-hmm. going to be on Twitter. It's going to be on wherever. And you're, and everybody's going to come to their conclusions because everybody thinks that Glenn Beck is sitting up in a tower uh-huh. somewhere yeah, right. with, his, uh-huh. with his hairless cat. Uh-huh. And he's, and he's. I promise you, Glenn ain't got time for that shit. No. He doesn't. And so he's too busy trying to end the world in other ways. No, there are just a lot of children <laughs> in this industry that need to just understand what it's like to have a real job and in real life right. and real responsibilities mm-hmm. i want to call out somebody in the industry i want to call oh, out uh, jorge ventura because he just signed a new new wait deal is it with news nation okay it is public oh is it not public <laughs> <laughs> no it is now. is it public now well it is regardless now. That's what i'm saying news. is now that he signed with news <laughs> nation like, i don't care well i leaked it jorge ventura signed with news nation leaked primetime 99 <laughs> exclusive uh <laughs> sue me jorge uh but what, sarah goes to her phone i'm yeah. looking well, I'm regardless like, what i'm saying this? is now he's like oh alex i might not be able to come on your show and i'm like what the heck yeah. and so to your point chad is that the blaze wants to all the content creators here all the personalities they want you to build yourself up because they know that that will raise up the blaze's profile so yeah. they encourage you to do as much as you can personally to help the brand so that's what i like it it's like you know instead of just being oh we're the blaze it's all us all we care about is us they actually do care about us as the well now when i get a text message from jorge and i feel mean about saying no you can't come on my show just because you're in town i got a good i got a better excuse yeah you can't you don't have to feel bad at all you're not allowed no news nation scabs allowed here well it's this is going to come out on the 16th so we got a day Uh, i will tell him I'm, I'm not too worried about it, honestly, Jorge. I've never so. even heard of that network, so. Yeah, there you go, Jorge. <laughs> you know who's on it? Chris, Chris Cuomo. Cuomo. Chris Cuomo's yeah, network. Yeah, for, when he told me, I went, oh my God, you're going to go work with Chris yeah, Cuomo? Yeah, he's going to be besties. He's going to do that reporting so for Chris. Weird. He's like, Chris, it's me, Jorge. If I had to work with Chris Cuomo, I'd drink the river water in Ohio. <laughs> I mean, when Chris Cuomo came out of that basement, though, he gave me, I was so scared of COVID, but when he emerged safe, you knew there was a hope. I knew there was hope. I knew that there was a light at the end of the tunnel because if he could emerge, then I can emerge. Well, so and the bleach I'm baths really, clearly worked for his wife. That's I, what I'm saying. I'm indebted yeah. to yeah. him. Okay, I have a question. How long can that ash get before Honey, it? Honey, let me tell you something. I want you <laughs> I to get a deal on that. Long, Look how long that ash is right I don't there. know You got to put it next to your face. It'll, yeah, it'll put it focus. Next to your face. Yeah. There it goes. There you go. That's that a is, long. That is like a little baby dick. Yeah, it is pretty big, that's, honestly. That's how you know I know what I'm doing. No, right I, it's a legitimate question. Yeah, well, you keep that ash going, and that actually protects your flame down in there. Now, this is a whole... little excessive. Okay, like because I just keep waiting for it to it will fall. fall off. It's giving me major anxiety, actually. And, and that's why, you know, guys like me that smoke cigars, uh, we look like shit half the time because, you know, they're singed. That's why I wear a suit and smoke a cigar like yeah. Alex. Yeah, but the smoking jacket's kind of nice with a cigar. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you kind of yeah. need this, but, but regardless... Smoking is really good for your health. We encourage everybody to start smoke, smoking no, and don't. vaping as much as possible. No. If you're under 18, just wait. Smoking study. from both ends. Yeah. Sm- yeah. I don't, I'm not around cigars very often, obviously. Alex, if you're under 18, just find someone who's cool that works at a 7-Eleven. Yeah, you could do that. But let me just tell you something. If you're not vaping yet, study vaping. Learn about it because it's the coolest culture. Guys that can blow huge clouds of smoke, that's the number one way to get laid. So for the people watching at home... Yeah. Fact check, false. Now, I don't know. I don't I, know. Trust me. I met this guy outside of the 7-Eleven. He was blowing these huge clouds. 
and he was and he had a def- pet had a pet baby tiger for yeah, sale he did too. Have a, he did have a small tiger <laughs> yeah he was, that was at the uh, Valero yeah, he, he tried to sell me some ecstasy tablets but he seemed like a really cool guy <laughs> oh, the, sell I know you're talking about yeah, yeah I know you him. know I'm Dylan yeah, he's you a good know guy. Him. I love that guy hey this time of year everybody's talking about making big changes which is all well and good but most of the time pretty unre- unrealistic i've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact in the same way you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase even the smallest things can be a big part of change if it's something you use every day like my raycons so raycon is premium audio audio at the perfect price point and you can build great habits without breaking the bank even if you know you'll love your raycons as much as i do raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase so if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact go to buy raycon.com slash watch chad today get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buy raycon.com slash watch chad to score 15 percent off what did i say buy raycon.com slash watch chad we'll be right back guys before we get back to the banter i want to take this opportunity to wax eloquent i want to start by asking a question to a select group of people in my audience and you don't have to be my age or older to answer the way i would but i think people near my age might feel this more acutely than the younger folks watching if there are any all right here we go when you were 16 what was the number one priority on your mind 16 uh, there's a few acceptable answers which do not preclude the old man yelling at kids to get off my lawn moment I'm trying to weave together here. And yes, most of them involve the kind of playful salaciousness many or most of us were stricken with when boiling amid the heavy vicissitudes of teenage hormonal angst. But I think most of you are apt to agree with me that the answer is getting your driver's license. Yeah, you weren't thinking, you didn't see that one coming. Uh, yes, uh, that was merely the first step towards a more ultimate goal. When you got your driver's license, it meant freedom. Well, it seems that the times have changed considerably because Generation Z is acquiring their driver's licenses at a far lower rate than previous generations, according to a recent report by the Washington Post. Now, if you're not up to the hip lingo uh, which kids refer to themselves these days, Generation Z is usually people born between 1996 and 2012. Now, I don't want to get too steep in the figures, but let me run a couple of them by you. In 1997, 43% of kids aged 16 had driver's license, and 62% of kids aged 17 had them. So what does that tell you? Well, some kids maybe didn't get around to it as quickly as others. Uh, Some probably flunked the driving test, things like that. The point is kids wanted to drive, and by majority they did. By 2018, that number had dropped by 20%. Now, that might not seem like a huge number when I say it, but we're talking about millions and millions of teenagers here, and it only seems to be getting worse. And the reasoning isn't encouraging. It's not encouraging at all. In fact, it's the all eye-rolling fodder you might think it is. Teens are saying that they have far too much anxiety to learn how to drive or that they don't want to negatively affect climate change by driving a car when they could take public transportation instead. You know, all the pansy crap like that. The deeper truth, of course, is the photo negative of what I just said about kids in my generation. And here it comes. My geriatric mountain man, get off my property and get a haircut moment. Kids today want to avoid freedom. Yeah, I said it. Kids today want to avoid freedom. Not all of them, of course. There still is and always will be the rebellious streak that runs through the red blood pumping heart of every American child. But they want the ability to rebel in their own way without actually pursuing the kind of freedom that will take them out into the world where they might actually be forced to face up to the fact that they might have an adventure. 
it goes almost without saying that they've that we've coddled the children of this generation almost to the point of ultimate spoilage but we've also taught them to fear and loathe change and we've couched it all in a word the concept of which is ironically one of the most dangerous of its kind and that word is safety i got bad news for you oh heathen and boring ass white bread generation of the callow youths the world is not safe life is not safe and the sooner you realize that and the sooner you further realize that the confines of your parents basement can no more protect you from it all than the unfortified ramparts of a paper bag then there's hope for you go get your damn driver's license have a little taste of freedom and learn what it means to appreciate life played on its level beyond its most literal interpretation safe is an illusion now get the hell off my damn lawn all right Safetyism is what got us into this mm -hmm. nonsense mm -hmm. during the pandemic. And the talisman was the mask. And we've established on this show and in other various means that we've quoted that have uh, been researched and analyzed is that people still, the ones that wear the mask, they think themselves as ugly. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we appreciate them wearing masks. <laughs> so keep it on, ugly. <laughs> Don't be so ugly. But life's not safe, but they've developed a culture that is easy communized. OK, mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to say. We've developed a culture of kids that are easily communized. That's a great phrase. The problem is they're 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 like in that study about the masks. Most of them said they would wear not kids, but people in general would wear a mask to a job interview because they felt like it made them more compliant in the eyes of the employer and therefore a person that was more ready to keep rules. Oh. All right. So forget being, you know, an independent American spirit anymore. Now we want the collective. Now we the want man. the community. Now we want to be just like everybody else. Wow. Now we've all been that way at some point in time in our life. We're like, yeah, Joey's got the Reeboks that pump up. I want those Reeboks too, right? I need my Air Jordans. I need all of this kind of stuff. But this is going beyond the pale on this whole deal. Yeah, because what you're talking about is is with the, the shoes and stuff, that's much different than compliance, yeah. right? That's just like trying to fit in. That's peer pressure. Right. That's just you want the same this things, is cool. material, it's a trend. peer I pressure. Be part right, of it. it's a trend, right. Yeah. The, the compliance thing is a much different animal. Yeah. This, and let me make this point before you say anything. Oh, yeah, this is why the world is is bothered by and even potentially offended by the Alex Steins of the world when they pop out in this generation. Yeah, yeah, that's a little bit true. But I think you know one of the biggest scams that the government does on its citizens is it gets us to trade our. Oh. For, it gets us. Oh, it, it all fell, fell down. Fell. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> there it went. Gosh, I missed it. Burned a hole in the chair. I it made it thirty a, minutes though. Yeah, it, it, oh, that was man. big. That's what she said. No, that, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. Um, what I'm talking about, though, you? when it comes to the, the, the deal, the bad deal we make with the government is that oftentimes we trade our freedom for safety, and in the end, we're not going to be free and we're not going to be safe. So that's just... Uh, uh, that's what scared me, I guess, most about the pandemic is how quick people were to cuck to the government. Just, oh, oh big daddy government. Even people that don't like the government, even people that kind of know the government is dysfunctional, they immediately went with the <clears> status <throat> quo. And I would have thought that even more people on the left, even people ideologically not aligned with me, would have questioned the status quo. And really, that's not the case, especially with Ukraine and uh, the pandemic. Even people who conservatives consider like the bigger names mm -hmm. In the conservative movement, like Ben Shapiro, mm -hmm. people like Ben Shapiro, yeah, he's quite. <laughs> he is vaccinated. one of them. Yeah, I he got vaccinated one of them. because I... of Ben. I wouldn't have been vaccinated, but Ben told me that it was safe and effective. <laughs> 
And I, I love slight myo, but I mean, little carditis, who cares? Little itis. <laughs> little myocarditis. At the heart clinic, I met a, I met a great, lovely woman at the heart clinic. Uh, she's a longtime smoker, uh, but she's really nice. And she's actually, she's very wealthy and she's going to die soon. So I'm thinking about dating her and maybe inheriting all of her wealth. So if I wouldn't have got myocarditis through Ben Shapiro's uh, good advice, I wouldn't have met her. So I love hey, Let me you say, guys. as an unvaccinated man, Look at this. Look at me. Okay, he just to look go to at jail. He does belongs in jail. Look at me. Yeah. Here, here's what. Here's what I want to say to you. As a physical specimen, uh, I understand. I'm not talking about as a, as a pontificating intellectual. I understand that Ben Shapiro has the ability, maybe, to speak a little bit quicker than me, a little bit, and possibly make sense with what he's trying to say. Although you don't understand the words that he's saying, because none of us do, in most cases. If you really wanted some unvaccinated sperm, do you want mine or Ben's? I'm, I'm going to go with me because I would much rather reproduce this who can keep an ash for straight 33 minutes of an episode <laughs> while talking and hosting a show with this going on. Well, it's funny you bring that up because I've actually been looking at how to harvest a man's semen the best. And I'm, I'm because I'm trying to harvest Tucker Carlson's semen so I can do a DNA test. He won't give you any? No, he will not. He's been very, wow. uh, you know, he's been very tentative when I try to get his ejaculate, which I don't know why. I don't know why he would be like that. I yeah. thought we were friends, but all of a sudden you, you thought asked, you were friends. You, I thought I was he was my your dad. father, but I thought we were friends first before he was my dad. And I thought, hey, can I just okay. get a little bit of your semen? It's yeah. not that big a deal. You know, I do need to watch you excrete it so I know it's from you for, you know, that's just... Ch it's chain of custody. That's what I'm saying. It's a chain yeah. of custody yeah. issue. That's not, I don't mm -hmm. want to watch him do it. You can have your back turned to me for part of it, but most of you need to be looking at me in the eyes. That's neither here nor there. He will not yeah. comply. So, so I guess my whole point is, I think you're more accessible. So I think Shapiro's semen, because I know lots of girls that have yours, Chad. I don't know any that has his. So I think his is a little harder to get just when it talk about viability. Yeah, and, and trust me, when you talk about extraction, the whole deal is... When I when you buy my unvaccinated sperm, it will be through the traditional delivery method. All right, you're not getting this in a cup because I like just a, don't trust you to put it in the right space, yeah. in the right way. Do you do like a like a stud when they get horse to breed? Yeah, yeah, like, they gotta yeah. watch me. Yeah, it's like we're not putting that in a cup. This is precious stuff. Uh, then you're then you're trying to scrape it out of the sides of the cup and stuff like that. No, oh. I'm gonna put it all right there on the egg. Well, you know, you guys might not know this about me. I was actually one of the first test tube babies in Dallas County. And that's a lot of the reasons is that I actually wasn't incubated enough. They were one of the, I was actually one of the under incubated babies and they were actually surprised that I was even able to mature and become a fetus. So I'm, you know, Bye. I'm very lucky to be here and I actually like test tube babies. I think we should have more babies created in a tube. All right. uh, yeah. I think that's the only way we solve our current climate crisis. Cause we're going to, what, what I'm saying is the more test tube babies, we're going to create a genius and they're going to figure out our solutions. It's under incubated. Alex yeah. Stein. Hang tight. We'll be right back. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. At this stage in the, in the game, I know that people in the live chat are probably asking what cigar I'm smoking. This is, uh, this is an Oliva and that's a nice smooth smoke. I, uh, am not, Sponsored by Oliva in any way, although if uh, any of these cigar companies want to uh, have uh, a way with us as a sponsor of the Chad Prather Show, holla at you, boy. Um, mm, this thing is, uh, this smoke is about one Chad Prather Show. Right Apparently. Here. Yeah. It's going to be about one Chad Prather Show. So if you did get a cigar sponsor and everyone 
could buy them and then you guys could all you could smoke your cigar while everyone at home smoked their cigars while they watch your show they could smoke with you that's right we've already got the fact pack drinking game in the live I chat know. what's up robert drink <laughs> well no you know speaking of the cigars you know i know that's a gimmick i've seen where the people have the wedding at mar-a-lago is they get the handmade cigar rollers to make yeah. that that's yeah. that looks really cool have you seen that no they'll, they'll have like special like cuban guys come in but it'll be at like mar-a-lago and they'll roll the hand they'll hand oh, roll cool. your own cigar no it's really cool i've seen that like i don't really love cigars but if that was if there's somebody hand rolling a cigar i think you have to smoke yeah, yeah. That. that's, yeah, good. that's the way to go it. with that so yeah. how do you feel like the show's going so far you're a week into this thing well listen my show it, the fact is i'm gonna be honest we always have some kinks to iron out but there's been no limit so far i've really had nobody i'm surprised so far the blaze has not said oh hey we need you to pull back here we need you to do this i know sarah's kind of laughing but yet i've yet to hear that so i, I guess i'm just going to continue to push the limit and uh, see where the show goes but i don't want to get kicked off youtube either i don't want to you know there's only so many there's only there's certain <laughs> words that are voldemort on youtube right like yeah. the axine or you know election blah 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 blah. so there's certain subjects that we can't say which i didn't say he's gonna try to say them on your show i'm, no, what I'm saying is, is i'm gonna say all the wildest craziest stuff that is allowed on youtube we're gonna do the most extreme crazy stuff that is legally allowed <clears throat> well i will say this you're you're here when the doors open. You're working hard to put to, to put together a good show. I am. I'm here every day, Monday through Friday. I'm here. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get in usually like ten forty five, eleven. Uh, <laughs> just just to give. crack of dawn here. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, listen, I, I I'm. You, I, but your show is filmed late, so it is. It is. So, so I'm here all day. But this is one thing: is I'm not the smartest. I'm not the most attractive. Well, I mean, that's debatable. I'm one of the top most attractive. But I am going to grind and work hard because I'm prime time ninety nine Alex Stein. All I do is grind. All I do is shine. That's I don't have a choice. So Chad, that's this is the only mode of operation that I have is grind it out and get lucky. And next week on this program, I think I'm going to do an Alex Stein rap. I'm just going to throw out a rap. Chad, you've been saying you're going to do the rap. Please. You've influenced so, me. Your, your music is so great. I feel like you know you sell it all these shows. People love it. And that's the other thing is that your music you mix humor with music. I think that is an also a very effective tool. You don't just mix humor with serious stuff. But the Weird Al Yankovic was my favorite. Did you like Weird Al? Yeah. Weird Al I, was the best. My my older son is at the age where he also like he likes Weird Al and I'm like this is really weird. See, that's when you know you're a, you're a star. Yeah. You're a legend when yeah. you're multi-generational. Yeah. multi-generational. You're basically yeah. Elvis Presley yeah. at that point. Cuz yeah. he still does new songs. I don't really listen to him, but he'll like remix yeah, like know. Rihanna's song or something and He's be like, big time. He's got an empire. Oh, yeah, he was one of the biggest. What was the the uh, the I'm fat Michael Jackson song? Yeah. Or I don't even know which one. But I just that was uh, it. That's Eat It was another. Eat one. It. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Eat It. Yeah. Yeah. Eat yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, that song is legendary. So Weird Al, humor, music, comedy. It's all this nexus, this vortex, this you know uh, synergistic energy that will actually not just entertain people but also inform people. I believe. How tall are you? Six three. Six three. Six three. See, yes. you're a lot taller than people give you credit. I know for. because I look short. They, you know, because I got the I got the selfie stick and I'm always looking like this. But watch when I when I'm when I'm telling you guys. Once I go, you know, I'm going to Guatemala to get the buccal removal surgery and I'm getting a liposuction. It's only twelve hundred dollars and I get a nurse that'll uh, massage me the whole entire trip. Uh, and it's unlicensed plastic surgery. But once I get that, guys, and if I live, it's over for you, host. If you go to a back alley in some of those clinics in Fort Worth, Texas, down near the stockyards, where uh, the places where time has forgotten, they'll put some cement in your ass. They will. Oh, I know. No, I. Okay. And, and Chad's not even kidding. This is a true story. One of the biggest bonds. You know, my family were in the bail bond business, but a person, we, a woman, went to jail. She was actually injecting cement and cement. 
semen. No. Yes, butt injections. We got her out of jail. I know that girl. I'm just saying there, there's a this is, that's a real thing, Sarah. Like Chad's not even kidding. Like I know we're joking right now. I, Cement? I, yeah. Yes, yeah. they use they call it their the the what is it? BBL. A, yeah, BBL, but it's like the the booty injections. You haven't seen that, Sarah? Yeah. In it fact, feels. in LA in LA they got so popular that they had to limit the amount yeah. that doctors could do per day. No, but because of the shoddy work they were doing, just, you know, they used injecting silicone, cement into their they ass. Use stuff, they, there's all these, like, underground clinics. They literally use stuff from Home Depot, and they'll inject it in your butt to, to get it bigger. And then you, do they die? You ready for my ready mix? Yeah. <laughs> when I say that, it means something completely different, I assure you. <laughs> do you die? Do, do no, they, they don't die. No, they're they got juicy cement injected no, into you and you still lit. Like, how is that a, but they're a little hard. You that's know? what I was going to say. How is that a juicy booty, Chad? It's yeah. cement. It's not that it's juicy. Like, you yeah. don't smooth that out. It's going to get a crack in the summer. You know what I'm saying? Woman you, don't need more, you don't need more than one crack in your ass. No. That's for sure. So you better be careful when you do the ready mix <laughs> in your booty. But I saw the wheels turning in your head. Dallas you woman. don't need any more butt, Sarah. I don't need any more butt. <laughs> you got, Thank you. you got a Look good at this, butt. Sarah. I'm Dallas woman charged with murder after allegedly giving a butt injection. See, you don't want that woman giving your butt injection. She's not. See, pretty. I think when I, based on that picture right there, I could have walked into the clinic and turned around and been like, ah, no, I'm, yeah. my ass mm. is just fine. Yeah, yeah. I, if you're going to do that for me, I'm judging how you look before. Yeah, but what if she had a coupon? Well, a Groupon? Group, yeah. <laughs> is Groupon still a thing? Yeah, no, that's just not it? doing very well. But I'll tell you what. I'm not getting butt injections that are recommended by say. Angie's List. I can just <laughs> yeah, say that. Yeah. Well, I'll, I got a penis injection, and now it doesn't work any longer, but it's big. No, least. you were supposed to inject with the penis. Oh, see, wow. See, you you're that's, also dyslexic. See, yeah, I am a little bit backwards, and I'm <laughs> impulsive as well, so yeah. I should have read the directions. Well, but. I'm excited about stuff to come. I mean, Alex is killing it, and of course, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, the news and why it matters. Sarah's still you, nev here. you never Sarah's know what's going to happen there. Alex is killing it. Sarah's Alex is still dominating. Here. Sarah's existing uh, <laughs> in the same, you know, studio as us. I don't yeah. understand though how you keep up your travel schedule. You were just in Idaho. Yeah, with Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I'm going to Texas A&M on Friday to speak at uh, Aggie Land. So if you guys, I hope the protesters please show up. And I don't think there's going to be protesters. So I was actually thinking of ideas. I may just go in the student union and just now I might cause a fire or something, burn some papers for a photo shoot. I'm kidding. I'm not going to cause any fires, but I just I have to go there and create some sort of drama, some sort of way. I, I don't know. If and the, I don't care where you are with him. You could be at the mall. You could be at, at a restaurant somewhere. Hey, Pip on a blimp. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to get Gavin McInnes last week to go out. For for a drink and he was catching a ride from Alex. He's like, I gotta get Gavin dropped off in the hotel. Oh my God. Oh my God. We gotta take it. I'm dropping it. I called him on the phone. I said, like, where's Gavin? I just dropped him off in the hotel. Yeah, listen, it's one speed. It's full speed. Guys, my brain, there's so many voices going on in here. At and he still time. sells cars at CarMax. Yeah, listen, if you guys, you got a car for sale, I'm gonna give you an instant cash offer. You can bring he me- ain't lying. Listen, you bring me any other dealer's offer, I'm not only going to freaking meet that match i'm gonna beat that offer and okay. you're gonna and you're gonna beat leave that offer you're gonna beat <laughs> i'm gonna beat whatever other dealer offers you for your used car trade and yeah. you're gonna be satisfied because you're also gonna get a selfie with me we're gonna share it you might even get some new instagram followers let me see you get that with your car max so, so. really quick yeah. I, the question that you asked him how like how are you how are you keeping up with all of this i want you to ask him that in a month yeah it's a lot yes well, that's, a lot. I, that's cool. That's Let's why circle I have back a 24 year old girlfriend that watches that. my cats and my dog while I leave. And that's why I also have a lot of security cams. And that's why I also stop sleeping. This girl, Paige. <laughs> this girl, this Paige. Girl Paige. <laughs> Hang tight. We'll be right back. <laughs> Paige.
There it is, folks. I want to. Mm. I can't ever see you, folks. All right, Alex Stein. Prime time with Alex Stein is on Seven Six Central every single night. Blaze TV. He's filming that stuff live, so watch it. Make sure the blimp doesn't come down like the Hindenburg. Thanks for being on the show, Alex. And of course, Sarah Gonzalez every day on the Blaze with the news and why it matters. She you exists. can also catch her all over the social medias, exposing the nonsense that we call our culture and. Uh, American Beauty with Sarah. American Beauty by Sarah. dot com. American Beauty by Sarah. com and Chad com. Don't forget, I want to see you on overtime tomorrow night with our guest David Tice. We love you. God bless you. Bye.